biases are there because uh, at many places people are not that supportive if you are a woman because people have that mentality that if you are a woman you cannot code you are not good enough for a technical yeah. uh, field So welcome to Outliers. This is a podcast with Outliers. And uh, first of all, a very happy new year to everyone. Uh, you know, this is season two and the first episode of Outliers. Uh, it's been really exciting for all of us. Uh, thanks for great feedback. Thanks for listening in. Uh, like I always mention, this is a podcast with Outliers. And uh, I'm really excited to kick off uh, a fresh, the fresh season with... Uh, a young outlier <laughs> and uh, you know i i first heard about uh, bhumika goel uh, when i saw a tweet from linux foundation i think a few weeks ago and they said she is one of the top contributors to the kernel and uh, i had no clue why <laughs> it is important so i i i dig deeper and uh, what really caught my attention is open source as such uh, you know <clears throat> to think of a career in open source is is a brave choice i would say uh, and when you are 22 year old and thinking of uh, a fresh career ahead of you and you pick up this path uh, you know i i said i must meet and ask bhumika <laughs> why is she doing what she is doing and uh, of course her achievements uh, in terms of contributing to the kernel uh, in 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 the uh, time period that 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 was uh, Looked looked at, so Bhumika, welcome to the podcast. Hello, <laughs> happy New Year to everyone. Great. Uh, you you already mentioned you are twenty two, so that's yeah. <laughs> that qualifies you to be a young. <laughs> uh, let let's start. Uh, why programming? Like uh, you know, take me through the first time, for example, you developed interest in programming or coding, okay. and then how. Yeah, so uh, the first time uh, I programmed was in 11th and 12th standard. So, uh, like, I studied in a CBSE-based curriculum, so we had C++ in 11th and 12th. But at that time, I was more into, uh, like, uh, stu uh, studying for my competitive exams for IIT. So I didn't uh, develop that much interest in programming, but I knew how to, like, uh, do basic programming. But at that point of time, I didn't uh, think that I would take a career in uh, programming in computer science. But then after 12th, uh, so like I gave uh, the examination, I didn't got into IIT, but I wanted to do engineering because like everyone was doing it because <laughs> I wasn't uh, that interested, but because everyone was doing it and because I wanted to get into a good institute, so I chose uh, engineering and uh, I chose computer science because I have already done programming in 11th and 12th. So that's how my programming journey began. So, uh, yeah, and uh, so in college, like, I took computer science engineering. So we were taught programming from the first semester itself. And uh, as uh, I, like, programmed from my first semester, I developed interest in it. I learned new languages. I started doing projects. <coughs> so that's how I got more involved into programming. And... Uh, Later on, I read about open source, and so this is how my journey started mm. with programming. Well, what what uh, attracted you uh, towards open source? I mean, uh, so uh, like I used to read, I knew about a program called Google Summer of Code. So I was reading about how to get into <laughs> Google Summer of Code because it looked uh, like 
very uh, good in terms of an opportunity and like there were many organizations and uh, it looked like a good platform to uh, to take ahead my programming career so as i was uh, reading about that i heard about a pro- program called outreachy so that is for uh, people uh, to encourage people in underrepresented group to uh, move into tech so so that's how i got into uh, open source through outreachy because before that uh, i had no contribution in open source i haven't thought that i would uh, con- i would be an open source contributor because it looked like a tough thing to start with because many people uh, don't uh, like uh, they are hesitant to start, uh, to begin in open source because it looks a bit difficult as compared to doing other projects uh, which are not open source so uh, so uh, uh, as i began uh, the application period in outreachy so it required uh, me to submit some patches because like every organization they want you to uh, uh, to contribute to, uh, to their projects uh, during the application period so uh, that's how uh, i chose uh, linux kernel as the organization and uh, it required me to submit some uh, few patches for the application that uh, they required me to uh, submit around 20 patches for the application period that was the minimum requirement for them so yeah so that's how i read the whole uh, documentation how to uh, submit patches how to uh, like i installed linux because before that i was using windows but uh, because i was contributing to the linux kernel i uh, i was bound like I, i wanted to have linux on my system so i uh, dual booted my laptop and i installed linux i read all the documentation did the setup and that's how i began the first <laughs> patch is is it like a <clears throat> ideological choice or philosophical choice that you have to make when you are starting a career okay i will do open source or i will do something else oh uh, no it uh, no no it's like uh, I was reading something and I got interested, so that's how I got involved. So I didn't think before that I'll oh this is uh, this would be my career choice or this would. It's like I practice. It's like you practice some things. It uh, you get interested in those things and that's how you get involved. So the same thing happened with me, because the opportunity looked bright to me. So that's why I thought why not give it a try. So that's how I <laughs> got involved. And. Um- So, what does it mean when uh, Linux Foundation says that you are one of the top contributors to kernel? Like, okay, so uh, it's like so uh, Linux uh, kernel has a release in every three or four months. Every new kernel release happens in three or four, three months in twelve or ten uh, to twelve weeks. So, uh, like whenever I do some changes in the code base of uh, Linux kernel. i have to send a patch to the maintainers of that particular file or that particular subsystem so uh, i did my changes i sent the patches and if the maintainer thinks that the patch looks okay the uh, my code changes looks okay so they apply it uh, to the uh, to their tree which or, which ultimately goes to the kernel code so uh, as i like i sent patches and patches they applied my patches so uh, at the end when the final uh, version of the kernel releases so we, you can see uh, who all have sent their patches and uh, and what all uh, and what all uh, like commits got applied so and finally they count like uh, the number of commits per contributor and that's how they select the top contributors so like for in case of uh, my patches i have around 340 plus patches into the kernel that means i have around uh, uh, i have many uh, changes but those changes are uh, 
compressed into a set of 340 patches. So that's how they uh, they count <coughs> the top contributors or the uh, contributions per uh, you, per uh, contributor. So it's based on the number of patches they sent. From from outside and for a layman like me, this all sounds like a secretive society. Or something. <laughs> no, no. But how is it like uh, being part of this community? Uh, like uh, being part of the for me, it has been like uh, it has been a good experience. Uh, but like uh, it depends on the community because Linux kernel is like the largest open source project in the world. So there are many people contributing from different companies and they have their own uh, like perspective for things. So. It depends on person to person. Like, uh, if you're sending a patch to uh, to some top level maintainers and uh, very trivial uh, patch, and if that is a silly mistake, so sometimes uh, they like uh, they get angry because they are into uh, many different things and many difficult tasks. So they don't uh, like to encounter such silly mistakes. But sometimes the uh, the people are very supportive because they understand that because I'm a newcomer, so like I'll make silly mistakes because I don't know how it's just the beginning of my journey. So many people are very uh, like uh, very good in terms of that, but uh, some people uh, don't like to have newcomers. But uh, what I have seen in Linux kernel community is that majority of the people are uh, accepting towards uh, newcomers. So they encourage you to send patches and. Uh, even if you make mistakes, so they reply that, oh, do this, uh, do this correction, read this documentation. So they are very supportive in this uh, particular way. And, and how is the open source community uh, in India itself? Like, uh, did you interact with anyone in particular? Are there communities? Uh, yes, like uh, there are uh, many, like now there are many communities. If I talk about three or four <laughs> years back, people weren't much into open source, but now uh, like, yeah, there are many communities. I have uh, interacted with one uh, that is uh, Reign of Rust. Mm -hmm. uh, that is for the Rust programming language. I have uh, attended one of their uh, workshop in Red Hat. So, but uh, like for now, I have been only involved with uh, Linux kernel. But I have interacted with a few people. So, uh, like Reign of Rust was one of the community I interacted with. That is founded by Mozilla. <coughs> uh, so they conduct their workshops around. Uh, the world and yeah so so you graduated uh, last year yeah. <laughs> 2017 in yeah. june you said and uh, now you are looking for uh, to start kickstart your career yeah. Uh, yeah. attending job interviews i heard oh uh, yeah how how is that experience like we are in 2018 yeah people are talking about how the it industry is going through lots of challenges where will the jobs come and things like that give us a sense of uh, <laughs> you know from your interviews that you have attended okay. how do things look like if if you are just graduated today okay yeah what is the world looking like <coughs> okay so uh, in uh, like in case of it industries so uh, if i talk about sure. yeah if i talk about open source in particular so uh, like everyone says that you need to have an attractive resume and uh, and such <coughs> stuff so if uh, I have an open source contribution in my resume, so that becomes that itself becomes very impressive because, like, because every company, uh, although they are not too much into open source, but they want people who contribute to open source because in that way they have a la they have a better understanding of huge code base. So uh, yes, if I talk about the open source uh, perspective, then uh, if you if you contribute to open source, then 
if uh, in term like if you think of uh, improvising your resume so in that way it will help you but otherwise yeah if you think about uh, uh like uh, if you think about uh, improving your uh, technical skills then it's a great opportunity as well but uh, like uh, nowadays the companies so they want uh, it actually depends on company to company yeah. like some companies they want uh, you to be perfect in only one programming language <coughs> they don't want you to have uh, they don't want you to have experience in uh, different programming language like Uh, they don't want you to know c c++ html javascript and python at the same time they want you that if you know c you should be very good at c but many like uh, other companies they want you to have good set of skills in many different uh, domains like they want you to uh, be good at back end they want you to be good at front end they want you to be good at app so and it also depends on which profile you are applying to like if you are looking for an app development profile so you need to have some sort of experience in that particular domain if you are looking for a back end you need to have uh, such skills and uh, such uh, technical skills and expertise in that particular domain but some companies like uh, if you are applying for a particular profile but you are good you are not uh, good with the set of skills that they need but you are good with algorithms and problem solving skills so uh, yes uh, then you are uh, you are uh, well suited for that particular role so it depends on the company to company and the person who is who is taking your interview so, that sounds confusing <laughs> yeah yeah it is confusing because we don't know like uh, like because in my case like uh, now my skills have uh, uh, i can say that yes i am looking for linux <laughs> kernel developer profile so if i apply for some other profile like a software development profile so the my set of skills are more into linux kernel c and uh, kernel programming so my set of skills will might not match with the profile that i'm looking for but they might think that because i have contributed to the kernel so i ha- i might have a good understanding of huge code base so yes they might take my interview so mm-hmm. it depends on mm-hmm. the profile company to company but uh, <clears throat> what uh, future what kind of a future job do you think for yourself when you think of an ideal job for you is okay. it one job multiple jobs uh, what kind of a job would you really like and uh, what does career mean to you i'm just trying to understand people yeah uh, so like uh, yeah so for me uh, firstly i'm looking for a job that uh, for that uh, requires me to work on some open source project because uh, like i have been contributing and i have developed uh, like too much interest in open source and secondly uh, like i'm looking for uh, kernel uh, linux kernel related more into linux kernel related jobs or more into uh, the uh, profiles that are uh, closer to the uh, hardware level because like uh, to the kernel space if i am talking technically <laughs> sure because uh, if i contribute to uh, the backend code or if i develop a wo- website so that is more into user space that doesn't interact much with the lower level of the uh, of the hardware but uh, the jobs that the profiles i'm looking for so that is uh, for me it would be more that is on the lower level of the hardware so mm-hmm. that is why i mm-hmm. i'm more into linux kernel and stuff And in these days, a lot of people uh, are looking to do multiple things at the same time, uh, not yeah. one job. <laughs> are you one of them? <coughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, because I'm not very good at multitasking, so uh, I like to keep my focus on only one thing. So I'm looking for a full-time, uh, full-time role, and uh, yeah, just one thing at a time. <laughs> uh, 
uh, again going back to this question about why open source yeah. uh, as a career right uh, like you rightly said few years ago of course uh, it, it i mean there were different talks whether it's it can run mission critical uh, applications and yeah. so on but i think people have moved on i mean now it's proven that open source works yeah but if you are a young uh, engineer or a programmer looking to make a career why would you still choose open source i mean uh, a lot is stacked <laughs> uh yeah so actually uh for uh like it depends on uh, person to person but uh, nowadays like many big projects like the linux kernel itself or like mozilla has uh, very big projects so nowadays uh, so even very big projects are surviving on open source so uh, and uh, so it's uh, it's <coughs> like previously Uh, people used to think that because uh, if we make the project a- as open source many developers would contribute and in the end uh, the end result won't be uh, satisfying because many people from across the world are contributing so it would be a mess but nowadays because people have uh, learned skills to how to contribute to open source or how to interact how to live inside the community so uh, yeah so in uh, that sense uh, every one is moving to open source and that also gives a wider range of ideas and because people from different backgrounds in open source you don't need to have a background in technology you can come from a mechanical background or you can come uh, from a non technical uh, background so people are into people are coming uh, to a technology side because of these open source projects so uh, that is how open source is also like uh, it's diversifying uh, the uh, the technical uh, environment so uh, that's why people are wanting to move their projects uh, to open source they don't like to keep it uh, like enterprise and uh, to hmm. like hidden from the world hmm. they wanted to uh, release it and they want people to contribute because in the, like linux kernel itself it started with a very small code base with two or three people but because it was open source so that's why now it is the biggest open source project in the world so like we can see how open source is helping uh, the projects and linus is the uh, demigod equivalent uh, yeah <laughs> yeah like uh, yeah so all the patches he is the one who applies all the final patches and releases <coughs> the kernel so yes <laughs> Uh, one of the other things uh, <clears throat> i mean looking at uh, you know the industry overall i mean where the jobs will be created yeah. one of the topics is about uh, gender biases and things like that right yeah. and people talk of women in workplace women in tech <clears throat> girls who code and, yeah. and so on right yeah. uh, <clears throat> as someone uh, who is about to enter uh, the the sector or industry <laughs> and make a career in programming yeah how much do you think of these things and and what do you really make of these things are uh, these biases that are there i mean do you really think they are there first of all and if they are uh, what do you think of them uh yes like uh, yeah biases are there because uh, at many places people are not that supportive if you are a woman because people have that mentality that if you are a woman you cannot code you are not good enough for a technical yeah. uh, field but like in my particular case i have been very lucky because i haven't encountered uh, that uh, case uh, that particular scenario in uh, my case because because <coughs> uh, uh linux kernel community is very uh, 
supportive in that way and uh, because uh, see actually in what happens is uh, when you contribute so uh, people are there in different uh, parts of the world so by your name they cannot uh, recognize that whether you are a girl or a boy right. because like uh, if i talk about my name so people in other countries they won't know who am i whether i'm a boy or a girl so in that way like uh, uh but if uh, yeah but uh, in <clears throat> uh, it is like, a problem you you think it's yeah it yeah uh, it is a problem but uh, it depends on uh, community <laughs> to community so people are not uh, very happy if you are uh, if you are a girl and you are uh, contributing and yeah some people are supportive that oh she's a uh, women and she's contributing so yeah it depends on how people think but nowadays like uh, even like uh, companies they want to diversify uh, their uh, like a workplace so they want more people more women to have because like uh, if you go somewhere in a technical environment in a technical workplace so you'll find majority are males there are in 100 you'll find it not more than 20 women so they want more women to come and so in that way they are supportive they are encouraging women to enter into tech and that's why they are having many uh, like workshops and <coughs> many uh yeah seminars yeah. to uh like uh, to get more women involved in tech yeah to just uh, yeah i think outreach is an example uh, yes yes like so that, right? yeah so that's how uh, i got involved into open source because outreach itself so they want people from underrepresented group to uh, get into uh, open source to get into technology and uh, yeah so that's how i got started and because it was outreachy so i didn't uh, feel any gender bias or because it was just for women yeah. and the uh, in outreachy all the mentors even if they are like males and uh, the organization so they are very 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 supportive mm. to uh, get more women into tech and they like they always encourage us to yeah to write blog posts to uh, yeah. to uh, spread awareness that yes this is one program and you should uh, like encourage more women to get into tech yeah so outreachy is one of the programs then they have django girls they have rails shisok uh, rails summer of code so in that way there are many communities like uh, women who code uh, black girls who code so nowadays like many many communities are there that are encouraging women so i would suggest like for uh, for people studying in college universities and even uh, those who are out of their uh, colleges to get involved in this community either as a mentor or as a participant yeah, yeah. so that will help uh, a huge number of people and it will help ourselves because like uh, the place uh, where we are sitting so here uh, we organized one workshop chango girls mm -hmm. so i was one of the mentors uh, there around 2 two, two and a half years back in 2016 Oh, right. So that's how uh, uh, that was my first workshop, and uh, Django itself is an open source project. So, yeah, that was my first workshop, and that was uh, like this community is only for girls to encourage women to get into uh, Django, which is one of the uh, platforms of uh, programming. So, yeah, so <laughs> there are many uh, initiatives uh, nowadays that people are taking. <coughs> uh one you you enjoy programming okay oh uh, yes right? yeah okay what is that you really like about it 
सो वेर एवर द थिंग दैट दैट आई रियली लाइक इज इफ यू हैव एनी प्रॉब्लम देन यू कैन सॉल्व इट विद प्रोग्रामिंग लाइक इफ आई इफ आई वॉन्ट टू हैव सम ऐप वेरी सिंपल ऐप दैट इज नॉट अवेलेबल और या सो लाइक आई कैन कोड इट माई सेल्फ एंड आई कैन यूज इट सो दैट इज दन थिंग I like the most about programming that if you are into any technical problem, you can just code and you can just have that thing ready. So it's not like you have to rely on someone or you have to purchase that thing or you have to like download. You can just code it and you can get it done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think problem solving. Yeah, is, problem is, solving is important. And uh, going going forward, uh, so you will very soon. find hopefully a new yeah. job <laughs> yeah uh you 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 believe you will still be contributing to open source or uh yes because uh, the jobs that i'm looking for so uh, i'm looking for mostly open source related projects so and <laughs> even if i don't get into open source projects but i will still uh, contribute to open source hmm. whether it's uh, the kernel or some other project so i'll keep uh, contributing because i enjoy contributing hmm. and it also increase like it increases my technical skills so uh and uh, are there rock stars you look up to who, who are your uh, role models or rock stars that you look up to uh yeah so uh in outreach so uh, i was mentored by julia mm-hmm. she was my mentor for outreach and uh, also like for around one and a half years i have known her so i look up to her because she uh, she's the one who encourages people and she's the uh, coordinator for uh, linux kernel in outreach and she's uh, like whenever you are into some problem or you are you have even a very silly doubt so you can just uh, ask her or she's very supportive so and she also because she is into open source and uh, into technology for around uh, 15 or 20 years so i look up to her for like in every sense <laughs> since i started uh, open source very nice thank you Romika, really pleasure talking to yeah. you, and uh, I hope the next time we talk, you, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you have found what you are looking yeah, for. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> and more power to you. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Thanks, Romika. <laughs>